Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Brain Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here with a classic episode from our archives. Today's gets into the science and history behind bulletproof vests, how they work, and when they don't work so well. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Bulletproof vests have saved plenty of lives, but this gear isn't perfectly, well, bulletproof in all situations. So exactly how well do they work? And do bulletproof vests degrade over time? Can they fail? Let's look at a bit of history. Early bulletproof vests were mainly made from polyparaphenylene terephthalamide, better known as Kevlar. It was invented by Stephanie Kvalek, a chemist working for DuPont in the early 1960s. DuPont had already invented nylon and spandex and was on the hunt for the next generation of high-performance fibers. Synthetic fibers are created with polymers, large molecules composed of repeating subunits, effectively creating a linked chain of molecules that are more than the sum of their parts. What Kvalek discovered would eventually become Kevlar and would see application in tires, racing sails, and bulletproof vests. Bulletproof vests today are made from polyethylene fibers, a popular plastic polymer seen in nearly everything we use. Grocery bags, toys, plastic trash bins, and so on. Polyethylene fibers, or PE as it's called, are woven in layers to form the guts of protective vests that are cheaper and stronger than Kevlar. In 1989, a company called Allied Signal developed a competitor for Kevlar and called it SpectraShield. 
Originally used for sailcloth, this polyethylene fiber is now used to make lighter yet stronger material for use in bulletproof vests alongside the traditional Kevlar. According to a manufacturer of bulletproof vests, the layers inside a vest are designed to reduce the velocity of a round to a point below the speed of sound. At roughly this point, the fibers can have time to react to the bullet and exert their toughness, their strength, and how much they'll bend before they break. The more layers, or the greater the density of the weaving of those layers, the greater the toughness of the fibers, and the more capable they are of stopping a bullet. Most pistols fire bullets at velocities that are just slightly above the speed of sound. A bullet from a 9mm, for example, travels at around 980 feet per second. That's about 380 meters per second. The speed of sound is around 1,120 feet, or 340 meters per second. Thus, a good vest doesn't need to work too hard to bring a 9mm bullet's velocity down to a point where it can make use of the toughness of its fibers. And slugs from shotguns travel even slower, so they're relatively easy to stop as well. A rifle bullet, however, is another matter entirely. Depending on the grain and quality of the propellant, a bullet fired from an AR-15 travels roughly 3,300 feet per second, that's about 1,000 meters per second, which is nearly three times the speed of sound. It'll take a far greater density of ballistic fiber to stop that bullet. Most vests designed to stop rifle bullets are backed up with high-density insert plates made from ceramics and polyethylene that break up a bullet into pieces and capture it. Vests without those plates would likely fail to capture a rifle bullet. The material of the vests themselves is also prone to break down for various reasons. Kevlar, for instance, degrades when exposed to salt, such as the salt in human sweat. The longer a person exerts themselves while in a bulletproof vest made of Kevlar, to the tune of years, the greater the likelihood of failure. Vests made from polyethylene will also break down over time when exposed to UV light. Manufacturers say that there's about a five-year lifespan on vests, and caution against buying used vests unless you know the manufacture date and the materials used to make it. As with any product, or idea, or anything, really, we recommend always doing your research, especially if your life might be on the line. Today's episode is based on the article, How Bulletproof Are Bulletproof Vests, on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Jared W. Alexander. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts.